Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Guys, the Dolphins have a huge concern building, and it's kind of sounding like this is a unit that could use Delvin Cook. Salvan Ahmed was placed on injured reserve. Mike McDaniel came out on Wednesday saying that it sounds like Devon Achan could maybe play, but knowing this Miami Dolphins coaching staff, I'm leaning that he won't play. So outside of saying Jeff Wilson comeback season, I don't know what else to say about this running back room. Raheem Mostert playing 55 of 70 snaps last week. Awesome. Great for my fantasy team. It's not going to be sustainable through January. No, and Raheem Mostert has an extensive injury history as well. Thankfully, uh, not this year. We're going to knock on wood, cross fingers and toes that uh, it stays that way. Uh, thankfully, it sounds like the the HN injury isn't too serious. And, you know, they're even leaving the door cracked ever so slightly open that he could play on Friday against the Jets. Like you said, Jake, considering the history of this coaching staff and, and how conservative they are with injuries, I doubt that happens. Um, could see maybe somebody like Darrington Evans. Uh, on the practice squad, he gets a call up. I think it's going to be a big Jeff Wilson week. You, you had a tweet out there that said uh, Jeff Wilson was going to have uh, a two-touchdown game, right? Two-touchdown game at some point here in the near future. And then I think you you walked it back a little bit when you saw HN uh, was active and Ahmed was active over Wilson. He had the healthy scratch last <laughs> last weekend. But I think, I think that two-touchdown performance could very well come across uh, against these New York Jets on, on Black Friday football here. Um, I think it's going to be the the Wilson show uh, in addition to the Mostert show, obviously. But you almost wonder if maybe Wilson gets a little bit more run than Mostert just because Mostert had so many carries on Sunday against the Raiders. So sneaky, sneaky fantasy play. Jeff Wilson, anyone? I like this. Yeah, for sure. And you, you wonder if this was kind of the Dolphins' plan, right? I mean, they got HM back. They figured, okay, Jeff Wilson's healthy, breaking case of emergency, right? And now you're breaking that glass because um, we, we need him. I don't know that HN's going to play this week. I know you guys both said it was a cracked open. I'm thinking it's more like a plumber crack, right? It sounded like Mike McDaniel basically came out and said, I don't want him going out there until I'm confident he can play a full game. And um, I don't think right now we truly feel like he can play a full game. So Jeff Wilson, sign me up. Um, I had to ask you guys, I was going to look it up before I came on here, but what's Chris Brooks status? I should know this, but um, at some point, are we not supposed to get him back this season or was he out for the year? This is kind of a weird situation. And for people who podcast about the Dolphins as much as we do, we should know it. He was placed on injured reserve four weeks ago, but you have to miss four games and the Dolphins had a bye week. So, so he, but he is coming back soon. Is he is could it come back soon. Well, that, and that, and then you also have to get into the numbers of things because you only get so many people that come off of IR and come back. And yeah, and you have to leave a slot or two open just in case something happens to one of the star players out there. I'm not naming names because I'm not jinxing this team. But, you know, one of one of the, the upper echelon players on this team, you got to leave a spot or two open just in case something does end up happening and you want to get these guys back for a playoff run. So I don't know. I don't know if it's worth bringing Chris Brooks back and using up one of those slots even when he uh, becomes eligible next week. I think A-Chan should be good to go, not this week, but next week. So maybe it becomes a non-issue at that point and you can just roll with the three-headed monster of, of Mostert, A-Chan, and Jeff Wilson, but uh, they'll certainly be looking for running back help, maybe on that practice squad. Um, 
but yeah, this week, uh, this week it, it should be a, a two-headed monster between Wilson and Mostert, if you ask me. Let's be honest. I don't know how much uh, Chris Brooks is really going to factor into anything. No offense to Chris Brooks, but we've seen a small sample size. We all liked what we saw, but to sit here and say, okay, our running back unit might be, you know, looking a little bit low, and we're going to get Chris Brooks. I mean, that's not really going to inject life into this. So p- please, let's hope Achan's out there. We know how explosive he is, and he only played what, like four snaps. I mean. That is not the comeback we all expected, or he did. And let's be honest. It's my fault, guys. I started him in fantasy. <laughs> Salvano Ahmed was placed on injured reserve, but it was also pointed out that he's done for the year, right? So there's yes. no there's no indication that he'll be back. Um, I wonder because we're starting to get late in the season. What is this week? Week 13 already? I, I didn't even write down the week because week 12. I, week 12. Week 12. I, I'm I deeply apologize for getting ahead of ourselves because I'm squeezing every second out of this football season as I can. I wonder, you know, you see Isaiah went on injured reserve. Zeke Vandenberg, I, I don't know if he played a snap this year. And then you have Keon Cross and also an injured reserve. The only guy on that list I see possibly coming back with Chris Books would be someone like Isaiah Wynn, and then that'd be your eight spots. I wonder if we're at the spot of the season where the Dolphins would just kind of deal with it. We've seen it in the past, and it seemed kind of um, – like nonsense at the time, but maybe the Dolphins do choose, even if it's going to be a four or five, hopefully we get them back in the playoffs type injury. They can work around it with having, you know, Robbie chosen back on the practice squad or, or another way around it, just based on the newer uh, practice squad rules. So it, it's interesting because you have to think week 12, if someone gets hurt week 12, you'll see someone back right at the end of the regular season. You wonder if that's a situation the Dolphins are even going to find themselves in. So uh, I never thought we'd be talking this much about IR spots. Yeah, the new rules, they got us all kind of scrambling a little bit, trying to figure out exactly how they work. Um, But, you know, you mentioned it, Josh. Chris Brooks did look good in his limited run uh, this season. So there is a chance, you know, and Mike McDaniel seems to always have like a a pet player or two, a guy or two that is a little bit under the radar. You know, us, us fans, even diehard fans like we are, don't know too much about, you know, Tanner Connor comes to mind as a guy that uh, Mike McDaniel loved in the past that we were all like, uh, who, what, huh? Julian Hill this year, kind of in that same boat, although Julian Hill seeing a significant amount of playing time as of late, but maybe Chris Brooks is his guy. Maybe Mike McDaniel loves him some Chris Brooks and he is, you know, chomping at the bit to, to get him back this season. We'll see. We'll see in a week if it, if it happens, but uh, I do think they'll go looking for somebody, maybe not a big name target, you know, just somebody that they can, they can use to fill in that practice squad a little bit. Um, and, and we'll see what happens, but I feel confident in a duo of, of Wilson and Moster, you know, that jets defense is, is really tough, but, but those are our guys and they've been around for a while. This is Wilson's second season in the system. And, he should have some fresh legs. His injury wasn't even uh, a leg injury anyways, was it? And he's not injured anyway. Ribs in hand, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. So he should be good to go. Let's just just give it to Jeff Wilson. Let him do his deal. I, I, this could be it. This could, this, could be your, this could be your two-touchdown game, Jake. I've got to do it. I think Mike McDaniel's probably pretty comfortable, though, with running those two guys out there, right? Those are his boys from San Francisco. I was going to ask yeah. you guys, and I had quick uh, searched on Twitter to make sure I wasn't, um, you know, just dreaming up some crazy scenario. But do you think maybe the Dolphins go calling Miles Gaskin? Uh, I think he, or I guess he's not, they're not calling Miles Gaskin, but poaching him off the Minnesota Vikings practice squad. He knows the offense. Again, they're kind of light at running back, but um, 
I mean, I feel like him and him and Salvin Ahmed are kind of interchangeable, right? So maybe they will go out there and poach him and, uh, you know, pluck him right in there. But I thought when you were hyping up Chris Brooks, you were going to say um, maybe Darrington Evans is uh, Mike McDaniel's guy. And I was just going to tell you, I've been in some dynasty football leagues and I like drafted him in the fourth round of some rookie drafts. And <laughs> unfortunately, that never worked out. I'm not opposed to the Miles Gaskin idea. You do have to sign him to the 53 if you poach him off the practice squad, though. So that could be a little bit of an issue. Good to know. Especially if the HN the injury isn't serious and all signs indicate that it's not. couple injuries I want to highlight here. Uh, Durham Smythe returned to practice on Wednesday. He didn't practice on Tuesday. And, well, also I should say I've been saying practice on Tuesday. It would It's – a simulated practice if they were practicing because it's a short week you get the three injury reports even though they aren't practicing every day so little technicality wanted to get that other way Durham Smythe back at practice feeling pretty good guys I don't want to overvalue a tight end when you have Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill too much but I do think that Durham Smythe is just a real consistent piece of this offense that can really stabilize some drives when they're looking for answers yeah I agree and I think he helps in that run game quite a bit you know Julian Hill uh, has been performing well for an undrafted rookie tight end, um, but I think you want a little bit of a little bit more of that veteran presence on that offense, uh, especially in that run game. I think there were a couple times Julian Hill kind of got put in a in a, a spin cycle uh, this past game against the Raiders. So I, I would like to see Durham Smythe back out there. Uh, he actually speaking to reporters after practice was over, he said he's playing. He said. He said, I'll be out there on Friday. And again, it's not up to him. It's up to the staff. And as we've talked about, they've been very conservative this year when it comes to injuries. So we'll see if he actually does suit up. I, I do remember a couple times Connor Williams saying he was going to play and that didn't happen. Good you know, point. Rob Hunt, Rob Hunt even apparently talked about wanting to be out there on Friday. So we'll see if that happens. But yeah, Durham Smythe said, hey, I'm, I'm playing on Friday. I, I feel good to go. I feel a lot better. The ankle's good. So hopefully we do see him out there. I think most of these guys that would want to come back, right? I mean, let's be honest. These guys want to play for Mike McDaniel. They want to play for this team. We all saw it um, last night. But, I mean, it's come one of those things where you don't really know what you have till it's gone, right? And Durham Smythe, I mean, we know that he's getting better pass catching and things like that. But um, the offense definitely looked a little different. But you do got to give a shout-out to Julian Hill because he has at least went out there and, and looked competent. Um, and just while we're talking about Durham Smythe, want to give him a shout-out. He was uh, one of the nominees for the Art Rooney Sportsmanship Award, the only person – uh, well, each team, I guess, gets a player nominee, and Durham Smythe will be representing the Dolphins. So shout out to him for that. But, uh, yeah, I hope he's out there on Sunday and or a Friday, and I sure hope that Robert Hunt's right there with him. My vote goes to Kareem Jackson. Guys, it is a plus 700 to get Jeff Wilson for two touchdowns. Last week, it was plus 4,400. Obviously, they ended up voiding my ticket, but I did it. I just placed the bet, but – just wanted to wow, throw out there. live. Do, are, do you get suspended nice. for that? You 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 bet at the facility <laughs> in this 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 stream yard meeting here? Yeah, he'll be the a stream fine. yard facility. If Tyree no, can man, get I a just... fine for throwing the deuces up, I think Jake can get fined for that. <laughs> I think the coolest thing is seeing Tyree kills uh gloves, and there was a moment in hard knocks where a ref went up to him and said, Oh, by the way, you can't throw the peace sign. His gloves have the peace sign outline, so it looks like he's throwing it up, even though he's got all four fingers and his thumb up. And I, I thought that was pretty smart. Uh, I almost if, you, if, if you watch the replay of his touchdown, he does kind of wave that hand a little bit as he's going in there. So even though they said they would flag him for doing that, they didn't actually do it. And he wasn't too like 
you know, egregious and with it. He, every time I see that ref, though, I think of uh, Dan Aykroyd, and I feel like I'm watching Ghostbusters or something. Does that ref not look just <laughs> like him? Like, every time I see him, I'm like, yo, that's Dan. No, that's not Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Guys, I know you're playing the Jets, a divisional rival. Everyone wants to do nothing more than stomp the life out of them. You want to embarrass them. This is a national TV game. Despite it being 3 o'clock on a Friday, the numbers are getting nuts. And there are a lot of Dolphin fans that have a really bad taste in their mouth after beating the Raiders just by seven points. So you're thinking, let's go to New York. Let's dominate the Jets. They have Tim Boyle starting. But above that, I think a bigger priority for this offense, I would. I just want to see a clean game. I just want to see a, a professional uh, unit go out there no fumbles, no interceptions, no penalties. And I think if the Dolphins do that, it would be the cleanest, cleanest looking, maybe 30 to three type win ever. But if the Dolphins get into a situation where they're being a little too cute, they turn the ball over a couple of times, this game might make me be feeling a little queasy, a little too quick. Yeah. And I mean, you could see, you could see either of those things happening. You, you really could. Uh, people, look at the jets and especially us as dolphins fans we kind of laugh at them a little bit especially when you when you monitor their quarterback situation which has been uh, you know a clown show all season long uh but they do have a great defense they really do they really have a, a great defensive line they have a fantastic secondary um and that should alone keep this game close the dolphins offense i don't want to use the word struggling they put up 422 yards last week against the Raiders. Those turnovers, though, can't happen. That needs to stop. That needs to stop now. We talked about last time I was on with you guys last week how the you know the turnover differential is not in the Dolphins' favor this season. They're at a negative four turnover dif differential. Uh, thankfully, they got three turnovers of their own on defense against the Raiders. Otherwise, it would be worse than that with the two fumbles and the interception last Sunday. But if they want to not just win this game, but like you said, Jake, you know, dominate in a way on the scoreboard. They're going to have to keep those turnovers to a minimum or even better yet, not get any turnovers at all. So uh, the defense is a tough one to go against, but this Dolphins offense should be able to take care of things. And, 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 and especially going against an opposing offense like the Jets, which is abysmal and is going to be quarterbacked by something named Tim Boyle. Like, come on now, you should be getting the ball with good field position, you might get some turnovers of your own. You could you could get the ball in in the red zone even after a fumble or or an interception. You should be able to put some points on the board. And if you get, if you can play smart football and, and not fumble and not throw interceptions, then this shouldn't be too difficult of a game for the Dolphins to win.